All right, welcome to episode 27 of the Take One Security Podcast. Going to get started with the news. So um, if you're going anywhere near the Super Bowl event down in Santa Clara, you will be heavily surveilled. Uh, that's according to uh, basically what the authorities are saying. Uh, they're going to be watching everyone very closely uh, in a number of ways. And if you come even near the event, uh, it applies to you. So that's interesting. A new black energy spear phishing campaign is targeting more Ukrainian companies. So uh, they believe that other power outage or attack on that previous facility was uh, associated with a compromised Word document. And uh, more spear phishing attempts are being reported from that same group. Magneto, the popular e-commerce um, CMS, uh, just put out a bunch of fixes for critical cross-site scripting. So if you have that, you need to get patched. Somebody has posted the private files of America's biggest police union. Virus Total now supporting firmware scanning. That is super cool. Uh, Israeli generals being targeted by Iranian cyber attack. NSA faces probe over Juniper backdoor. That's cool that someone's bringing that to them. Uh, HSBC online banking uh, has been attacked. I believe it was, I'm not sure if they were brute forcing or if they took it down. They were under attack a couple days ago. Oracle is killing the Java browser plugin. I think that is just phenomenal best news I've heard in a long time. The cPanel system is being attacked. If you use cPanel, you need to change your password. Firefox has updated 44 critical issues, so you need to update. NSA is collecting millions of faces from web images. This is fascinating. Basically crawling the internet and Flickr and whatever, Google images. Wherever you can find images, it's uh, scraping them and turning them into some sort of image recognition database. Uh, this technology has been out there forever, but I guess they're just seeding it with as much data as they can. CIA planned rendition operation to kidnap Edward Snowden. That's fascinating. Not surprising, but fascinating. Georgia is evidently trying to introduce legislation to outlaw drones. Norse, the security company, is in major trouble. Like a, Its website went down. A bunch of people got fired, quit. Um, there's a really big piece on krebsonsecurity.com about the whole thing. Uh, basically, one person inside the company was talking about what all she saw and what was happening. Uh, it was pretty fascinating. Definitely check out the Krebs article. Obama pledges $4 billion to computer science in U.S. schools. Pretty obvious that he's trying to build a legacy here. He's in legacy building mode. Should do something like that for Minecraft. Um, NSA chief hacker explains how to avoid being hacked by their team and, of course, by others as well. Um, I, I didn't see too much content in this article. Uh, it, I, 
what was interesting is they, he basically came out and said, look, most people get hacked because they don't know where their shit is. They have no idea where their assets are. And this is like my big talking point. So that resonated with me. But I don't um, see anything else in the article that's too interesting. It's also the NSA. So, I mean, how specific are they going to be? But I do like the fact that they focused on know thyself um, as, as a defense, which is I thought was great. Skype now hides your IP address um, from others. So this is a big one. Basically, because you had the ability to transfer files, um, people that you're talking to, the client on each side would know the other side's IP address. And uh, they've now abstracted that and taken that away. I didn't even know it was there. I, th I thought that was like something from the past. But um, evidently, it's been fixed in newer versions. Uh, there was a big open, open SSL bug last week. You need to update your boxes. Uh, Wealth Fargo and Bank of America are adding Apple Pay support to ATMs. I think that's really interesting. Tesla Model 3 supposedly coming out in 2017. It's supposed to be 35 grand, 320 kilometers, which is who knows in miles. Uh, probably about 200. About 200 miles per charge, which is not exciting to me. Um and they list the the model um, model S the the big one at sixty k and the new one at thirty five k. Problem is if you go and try to buy one for sixty k, you don't get much car at all, and it ends up being way over a hundred grand. Um, I went in with a a BMW that was worth almost a hundred grand. I went to a Tesla dealership and I'm like, hey, you know, I really want to get one of these. And my payment was going to end up being something like $1,400 a month to get, you know, a, a pretty built out uh, Tesla, the current model. And I'm like, there's no way I'm paying that much money. Like, and, and you don't get much trade-in value. Like, it, it was just a really bad deal for me at the time. Um, and that was with a $60,000 car. Okay, so this thirty-five grand, I'm not sure I believe it. Maybe they'll change how that works because they are going after that market, but uh, they need to because they, the base prices do not translate to reality in my experience. MIT Dean to leave and start a new university. Um, so basically project-based learning no majors, no lectures, no classrooms, and no distinction between undergrad and grad. Uh, she's taken like a, a year off, maybe more, to get this thing going. It's going to be focused on research, just like MIT. Sounds pretty cool. Intelligent people are genetically predisposed to be healthier. This is good news. Um, so I'm either dumb or very safe. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this, but um, it also seems kind of mean. It's just like if you get screwed by the health thing, you're also screwed on the intelligence side. Like, I don't know. Uh, the the longer form uh, research article was uh, pretty interesting if you want to check it out. Sedexis raises another $22 million in Series B. This... Um, is a pretty cool company. They basically do like traffic routing and shaping uh, based on different conditions. 
Uh, seems like a pretty hot technology. All right, ideas, updates, and discussion. Why you should treat C players like A players. This is an essay I just finished last weekend, I think. And um, basic idea is that when you meet somebody and they seem kind of dumb or dim or not very talented, uh, you have no way of knowing how good they are in other things. And you also have no way of knowing if they are capable of being a, a genius or an expert or a really, really strong A player performer, even in the exact thing you saw them being dumb in. And I use myself as an example, uh, you know, from back in the day, 10, 15 years ago, like I wasn't very sharp in a lot of areas that now I'm pretty good at. And um, basically what led to that transformation was uh, basically the luck of meeting certain people who believe in you and encourage you to find the potential that you do have and to expand on it and, and to grow into it. And basically we're throwing away a lot of talent. I think we, we're dealing with a lot of C players who could actually turn into A players if they were just told that they were A players and they were expected to behave as an A player and they were given all the accoutrements of A playership, which is like, you know, pep talks and believe in you and, you know, clothes and a nice office or nice cube, whatever it is. A players are treated differently. And, and because they're treated differently, they believe that they are an A player and that turns into A player results. C players are also treated differently. They're treated like crap. They're treated like you are not an A player and you never will be. And you're not capable of producing A player content. And guess what? They don't. So my philosophy based on game theory is to treat everyone like an A player. If they're not an A player, and you're treating them like that, they feel good and they perform at their best. If you treat them like an A player and they're actually an A player, but behaving like a C player, they're going to be like, wow, I feel bad. I have to stop performing like a C player because this person believes in me and believes I'm an A player. And they step up their game two levels. And now you have an A player probably for less money, which you should give them more money anyway. But it's a win-win. There's, there's no way to lose in this game theory scenario. Um, and you should check out the, the full essay on the site. Uh, it looks like Obama actually is coming for the guns. This is political, but shit, I don't care. Um, it's not really opinionated political. It's just uh, looks like Clinton is the biggest sellout to Wall Street imaginable. And this has basically given me pause to the benign nature of the Democratic Party. Um, I'm right on some things. I lean a little left on others. Like, I don't want to go into politics. The point is, Obama just released a policy saying that you can only have three guns. I kept looking for if it was an onion link or if it was like a troll or, you know, a joke or something, but it looks like he actually is. And he's going to require that all weapons are licensed. And it used to be that crazy people would say, or we thought they were crazy. They'd be like, oh, well, it's a slippery slope. Once they're all registered and it's three guns, he said, that's just a starting point. They might come after the rest of them. But holy crap, 
who even would have thought it would have been at mandatory full registration and a limit of three, like anyone I know who lives east of the Mississippi, three is a very low number for the total guns that they have. Um, and if it's in like the Tennessee Hills, forget about it. Like three is just offensive. Three might as well be zero or negative zero. It's just too few guns for those folks. So anyway, again, not interested in talking about politics, more interested in talking about a thing where I thought I knew what was happening and now it's not happening. It's a change of opinion. It's a change of perspective. That's the reason I put it in here. All right, next one. Being a 0.1x engineer. This is cool. Someone lashing out against the 10x engineer and says, screw that. I want to be a 0.1 engineer. Let's not build that feature. Let's not build that functionality. Let's not build that product yet. Let's not deploy that development tool. Let's not adopt this new technology. Let's not keep maintaining that dumb functionality. Let's not automate this, right? So it's no. Um, and, and the key point to the article though, is it's not just about saying no, it's about not having to do those things because you're taking a more intelligent route. So it's like basically eliminating, uh, you know, removing um, surface area of attack in technical debt. Uh, I, I'm imagining this as, so you should definitely check out the whole article. Got the link there. Al-Qaeda versus ISIS tactics. So basically, uh, there's this cool article uh, by the Grug, which I've been talking about recently, talking about Al-Qaeda versus ISIS and basically saying that Al-Qaeda is like into these big 9-11 type events. And they often get caught. They're super expensive. They're super dangerous. And ISIS has gone to, you know, pipe bomb at the high school technique, which is way more decentralized, way more um, stealthy in the sense that you don't have these big networks of people coming together and talking about things, which is much easier to find. You could basically put out a directive and have a, you know, thousands of small groups, including up to just one person, do something on their own and then later associate it with ISIS. But now you don't have this communication network and infrastructure that's being disrupted. It's basically way more effective, but much more small in scale. Uh, it's a fascinating distinction between the two approaches. And clearly ISIS is more popular right now, so they're winning in marketing. Red teams are there to help blue teams. Uh, read this cool article, Going Purple. I um, can't remember. I think this might have been uh, Arada, um, Rob. But anyway. My interpretation of this is basically red teams are there to help blue teams. It basically said if the, if the red team is not feeding information to the blue team about how to improve their incident response, um, and I say it a different way here, if you're not improving defense and incident response, you're not helping as a red team. So the whole game is purple, right? The whole game is improving defense. And everything that you do that's offense is towards that goal. And this seems pretty obvious when you say it that way. But the reason this person wrote the article, and I totally agree with this, uh, think about writing something similar myself, is um, 
the reason it's so important is because a lot of these red teams are so focused on their own stuff. And when the blue team's like, hey, what did you do? They're like, oh, that's secret. You know, I'm a super hacker. Like, I can't help you out with that. And the, the main point here is, no, you're not a super hacker. Um, if you're not helping defense, then you have no mission here. Right. That is the whole purpose of breaking in is to help keep it from happening the next time. All right, that's ideas, updates, and discussion. Tools, talks, and projects. Uh, some guy set up a Raspberry Pi to tweet out when his Comcast bandwidth fell below a certain, certain threshold. So basically, he was guaranteed like, whatever, 10 megabit down or something. And he would periodically test the bandwidth for a short amount of time. And uh, if, if he was getting just crappy bandwidth, he would tweet it out on this uh, automated system. Um, I think this is just, this is just amazing use of tech. I, I, it's a fine American, like more people need to be doing this kind of stuff. We need to coordinate these results from multiple locations and use it as a source of, you know, litigation or lobbying or argument, uh, whatever discussion to basically get people to adhere to their standards. And it's this type of homebrew sort of solution that helps. Um, had fun playing a few minutes of uh, CTF with Jason. I was getting ready to go uh, see a keynote, I think. But um, with uh, Jason Haddix, my buddy Haddix down at, um, what was it, uh, AppSec Cali. Uh, so that was fun. He, he played for a while. Uh, I played for a few minutes with him. And uh, we're actually going to make our own. He's already stood up the uh, environment. I'm not sure when we're going to release it, but look out for that. Next project, CL Mystery, a command line murder mystery. It's on GitHub. Got the link there. Sounds cool. Ruby Foo, how you can uh, use Ruby for evil. Basically, it's like rubyfoo.net. And um, this one I just saw recently uh, over the weekend. Using Slack to run a family. This is just awesome. And it had a whole bunch of... Um, so Slack is this, this technology where you're basically, it's like chat combined with like Splunk combined with like a ticketing system and it's all joined together and you just live in there for your environment, for your company. Uh, tons of startups are using it. And um, this person was like, yeah, we can run a family off of it. And it's got, one of the big things with Slack is it's got these integrations, right? So you can point to like, if this, if this then that, it could point to, you know, uh, Google Docs and Google Calendar and all, all these different services. So um, they were doing things like they had use cases built in and they were doing things like track the kids, um, automatically order groceries uh, and stuff like that. Definitely worth checking out. I don't have the link there, but just Google for it and you'll find it. Um, all right, announcements. Uh, let's see here. Oh, spoke at AppSec Cali 2016. Yeah, so talk went well. I uh, failed to hype it correctly and be basically get people excited about the fact that I was releasing a free service, um, which is the ATM service. Uh, so my buddy was there, Jason was there, and he was like, yeah, man, you didn't like make it sound as, as cool as it was. You focus more on the technology and not on 
look what I made and look what's out there and you can go use it. Um, and I think I agree with him. <clears throat> like it wasn't, it wasn't a sale and it should have been a, it wasn't a sell and it should have been, uh, I'll probably make that adjustment. Uh, got tons of interesting feedback on additional features. Um, basically additional factors I can use to get the methodology back. So I'm going to be incorporating all that into my next presentation of it, which will probably be at black hat arsenal. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a good show. It's probably my favorite conference. Uh, Jason and I were talking about that. It's like, it's like my favorite conference, I, I think, right now. Based on the size, the venue, it's right on the beach. You know everybody. You get to catch up. All the reasons that, you know, a small conference is sometimes better than a big one. Um, <clears throat> and yesterday I committed the uh, Splash Data 2016 password list to SecList. So it's up there. And miscellaneous. Uh, there's an article, Getting Started with HomeKit. I have the link there. Um, Google has a free deep learning course. That's cool. Um, oh, piece of advice. Occasionally pick conference talks based on the speaker rather than the title of the talk. I think that's great advice. A um, little bit of bad language here. Uh, hopefully no one's listening that shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> cool idea to alias... Uh, fucking F-U-C-K-I-N-G equals pseudo um, or S-U-Do. So, uh, so you put this in your in your um, ZSHRC or BashRC file, and uh, you want to do something. You're like, yeah, um, you know, update box, and it's like, no, must be root, and you're like, fucking update box, <laughs> and then it does it. Um, there's a gentler version called I said, um, alias I said equals pseudo or as you do. So you're like update box. It's like, no, you're like, I said update box. And it says, okay. So a um, couple ideas for the uh, RC files. Uh, got a quote here from the Grug. Thought this was excellent. Give a man an O-Day and he'll have access for a day. Teach a man to fish, and he'll have access for life. All right. That's all I got for this one. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoy the podcast, please tell your friends about it. And I will see you next time.